Are you ready to listen to a podcast? Welcome to the Nothing Podcast with Joe D and John Z. Find, subscribe, and listen to the podcast about everything and nothing. Nothingpodcast.io. Now you can start listening. I apologize for not being here last week. I was driving around the states. Kentucky, Indiana, Nashville. Uh, and the Mammoth's Cave thing in K- Kentucky was really cool. Have you heard of Mammoth Mammoth Caves? Uh, are there mammoths there? No, but it's a mammoth-sized cave system. <laughs> 412 miles of documented cave tunnels. Really? Not contiguous, just like all over the map. Like all over the place. Let's get going. Let's do this. We got a, a little follow-up. As we talked about uh, defensemen's a couple episodes ago, or last episode. Yep. And uh, Eric Carlson and his value to team, etc., etc. And I basically stated I would pick there are a few guys i would pick ahead of eric carlson not that i don't think he's good for the record i think he's an amazing defenseman it's just there are a few more guys i would pick ahead of him just because of the defensive liabilities part and of course uh, an article came out and uh basically stating what i said which was <laughs> there are a few guys that are more feared than uh, as a defenseman by the other by other players. All right, ring them off. We got Dowdy on the list, Weber, um, even PK Subban made that list. And this is from other players in the league, not just commentators and spectators, but actual <laughs> real live NHL people saying they don't like playing against certain people because they're so good, like Drew Dowdy. The upside for Carlson, why he's why he's such a good defenseman is not not because he's really good at defense it's actually because he's so good at offense that they fear him that that's how he made the list because when he has the puck it's hard to get it off of him but there is a high turnover ratio for him so he's not at the top of the list he's you know fourth fifth sixth something like that right so i feel justified that's all i just wanted to bring that up i don't think i think carlson's a little bit overrated as well i think that he's not the number one on the defensive list, defenseman list, but I think that there are people that that think that like wholehearted. Though. Well, I, everyone in Ottawa do. <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, but even in the last in the last month, the last thirty days, he's got three goals, thirteen assists. He's a plus one. It, he's back to being kind of who he was last year in the playoffs, except for he just didn't do this all year. Yeah, and I, I don't know if you heard the news today. Um, the bad news he got. Did you hear about it? Yeah. I... I don't know if there were, it was sad. I don't know if there are issues kind of leading up to today that might have been distracting. I don't want to blame it on anything like that. I'm just, I'm just bringing it up, just stating fact that that could be a potential reason why his performance this year is, well, just in general, his, his wife or girlfriend or fiance or whatever is pregnant. So maybe that, you know, distracted him as well. Who knows? I, I don't know how, uh, how pregnant women act, but uh, you do. So tell me, tell me all about it. I will. I, I won't. <laughs> Let's not go there. Susan's going to listen to this podcast one day. And my kids, my kids actually listen to this. They like That's it. That's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Hi kids. What's up? So we're not going there. Let's just say uh, pregnancy. It's hard on the women and I don't know how they do it. And my wife's <laughs> going through the fourth one. So, wow. She's tougher than me. That's for sure. We, we knew that before the kids. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, sticking with hockey, let's talk about those Islanders and their lack of movement 
at the deadline and what we predicted would happen. And again, justification. All they needed to do was go get a goaltender. Just one. Anybody. It could have been a really, really not great goaltender, but someone better than Halak. Anybody better than Halak. I don't know if Calvin Pickard was available. or any, Like even if Calvin Pickard, who played for Team Canada. He's pretty solid. Calvin Pickard, uh, Robin Lehner. I would have picked him over no. Calvin Pickard a little bit. Yeah, yeah, of course. But that, that's a much tougher deal. I don't know what the deal with Pickard was with uh, the Leafs picking him up off waivers, right? Or traded for him? Um, I think they picked him up off waivers, actually. I'm almost positive. And now he's in the AHL, yeah. right? I mean, he's a pretty solid goalie. Uh, maybe maybe they don't plan on renewing Curtis McElhaney or something as the backup. Maybe. Uh, although McElhaney just won, like, I think he won, like, the top star of the week this week. So, yeah, if there was a, a trophy at the end of, end, of, end of the year for the best backup goaltender... He's got my nod. <laughs> he's he's been pretty good. Uh, I think that uh, uh, Keith Kincaid has uh, he's been doing pretty good backup. He's got some he's got some uh, competition, but he's probably up there for sure in terms of value to their team. I mean, if it wasn't for McElhaney, the Leafs might be in a much different playoff picture right now. You say that, uh, so are you telling me that uh, that Anderson is not as valuable then? No, the, the problem is you can't have a goalie play eighty two games. You need a solid backup. Okay, you win. <laughs> there you go. The uh, other thing that I need to talk about with the NHL and our bo- big board bets, the Florida Panthers are three points back with two games in hand of New Jersey. I think they might be able to make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I'm actually kind of rooting for them. With the whole Luongo resurgence and the whole Florida shooting thing and what Roberto's done down there, I, I, I just... I. I just love the whole storyline of it. The one thing I'm not a big fan of is their new logo and jersey, but I guess I can get over that. And and I would cheer for them in the playoffs, especially if they played a certain team from Toronto. <laughs> I would love, I would love it if they met Toronto in the playoffs. <laughs> Although. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if you watched the uh, Toronto-Tampa game today. Uh, it was looking good for about two periods, and then... Then not so I much. I guess the wheels kind of fell off the bus there. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, let's not talk about it. <laughs> let's move on to Ovechkin and his 600th goal last week. He's up to 602, I think, as of today. Um, some are calling him the greatest scorer of all time. All time? What do you, th- what do you think? No, not all time. Definitely Like not with the whole... Era adjusted like Mike Johnson on Sportsnet or TSN or whatever he he does analyst for. Um, he talked about era adjustments. So what he does is he takes a multiplier based on the number of the average number of goals in the season of Gretzky era. And so back in Gretzky era, Gretzky era as a league, they scored like thirty six percent more goals. So they take Ovechkin's number and inflate it by 36%, saying if Ovechkin played in that era, he would have scored 36% more goals. Right? And those inflated numbers has Ovechkin pretty close to Gretzky. There are two guys that I would put ahead of Ovechkin, pure goal scorer. Uh, I'll let you guess which two. Which one is? I know, I know one of them. No, no, he's he doesn't. Got to be Line. Line is good, but he he's got to show me more. Really, he's got to show me more. He's he's only in his second season. Are we talking about active players right now? We're not talking about active players, but uh, overall, including the the 
you know, whatever you were just talking about with. Uh, by the way, don't ever t- don't ever listen to Mike Johnson. He was a Leaf and a Canadian. He can't be trusted. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not buying his uh, his. What are you selling there? Don't worry. I'm just telling you what he said, and that was his argument. But uh, so we're including everyone, including everyone. You think there is a guy from the '90s and a guy from the uh, '40s to '60s? From the '90s, I don't know Brett Hall. Brett Hall is up there, but I wouldn't put him ahead of this guy I'm talking about. He played in Florida. Pavel Bury? Yeah. He was fun to watch, <laughs> that's for sure. I uh, I like Pavel Bure. And maybe I'm a little bit off because, you know, he, but he had six, two 60-goal score or 60-goal seasons with 159, another 58. How about uh, Timo Solani and his rookie Rookie record of most goals scored by a rookie. But then he did nothing afterwards. Well, he's in Anaheim for a bit after well, that. He, I shouldn't say nothing. He did He did a lot, but he didn't... In scoring-wise, I just feel like I don't... I figure that he's just an old... and A guy that had longevity more than anything. Who, Timu? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm talking about... We're talking about pure goal scores. We're not talking about overall stats. Because you look at some like Mike Bossy. All he did was score. His career was yeah. shortened. But... While he's playing, he was crazy. So here's here's the other guy that I would rank even a forties to sixties. Okay, Rocket, Rocket Richard, hundred percent. I mean, the freaking trophies named after. <laughs> That's right. Like I, I I just I just think that he would be the guy that I'd put ahead of both of those guys actually. But like you said, Ovechkin with all the numbers crunched up together and with the different styles of play and blah 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 blah. Ovechkin's a pretty good goal scorer. Oh, definitely. He's right now for me the current crop of players. He's the best pure goal scorer. I agree. Sli- I'll agree. With slightly that. ahead of Line. Yeah, to me, I'll agree with that. But I think in the next year or two, it's going to flip to Line. You think it's going to be Line? I I think so. He's just so good at scoring. <laughs> do you do you, have you watched Winnipeg play? I have. He watched sets a few up games, in the but... same office as Ovechkin. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, and anytime he touches the puck, I don't like it. Doesn't look like his stick is moving, but it just rockets off that stick. It always finds the back of the net. Well, those are the two guys that I would I would like, come to mind at the very very top of my head, mainly because I grew up in the '90s and I saw Pavel Bure play. It was pretty good. How about Lemieux? Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux is he's he's not just a pure goal scorer though. He's like in my mind, he's top five player ever. Yeah, he was fantastic all around. Because <laughs> I would go Gretzky. Or how Lemieux. Number five? I don't know. Number five is number five. Who cares about number five, right? Uh, to me, after after four, it gets a little bit more debatable. But the top four are pretty solid. I think we might we might see another person join those top four one day. And it's my prediction of when he's... I, I said it, not on this podcast, obviously, like a few years ago. Connor McDavid's going to take over as the best player in the world, I give him another two, three years. I'm giving, I'm giving Crosby. I don't even think that Connor McDavid is going to be better than Crosby. He's so. Have you watched him play too? He's so fun to watch. I've, I've seen him. He's I've so seen good. him play. He's ridiculous. Some of the stuff he does, but it's it's ridiculous. I, if he can get the Oilers to do what Crosby has done with the Penguins, then I'll start believing it. He's Crosby's hey. won gold medals. Yeah, Crosby He's won didn't Stanley do this Cups. in his first year either. 
They had to build oh, a team yeah. around him. They're trying to build a team around McDavid. It's the same thing. No rookie comes in and carries a team to the cup. Mario Lemieux actually had to come back just to teach Crosby how to play. That's <laughs> You're <it>. right. <laughs> hey, Crosby's got more cups than Lemieux. That's that's uh, that's true. <laughs> uh, maybe we should ask a lady cylinder. See what they what she thinks. So, do you have one of these lady cylinders? No, no, I don't have. I don't have a Google Home. I don't have Siri in a box. I don't have Alexa. I got nothing. Uh, why are you holding it? Uh, I don't want one. I don't even. I don't. If I need to figure something out, I will go to the library, and I will check out a book. And uh, have you ever used one? In person, uh, I have I have used one. I I just I don't feel the need. I don't I don't need to know things like that right away. Like hey, Alexa or Siri or okay Google, will you just do something for me? Answer me a question. What's wrong with typing it out on your phone? What's wrong with that? Because I have four kids. Sometimes I have two in a headlock or something. Right, but can <laughs> and I don't have free hands to to type. But uh, or I'm cooking. Or in the same breath, those kids would be screaming or doing something. They wouldn't. Even, Alexa and Siri won't even understand what you're trying to get at. Here's another angle. This is why I may or may not have about a dozen Google Homes sprinkled around the house. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. So I use Google Home to basically play music, and I have a Google uh, Chromecast audio hooked up to my house speaker system okay so you've been to my house you've seen yes like many rooms have speakers in them i think a friend of mine came over and counted one day i think we have 24 speakers in the house so like my bathroom has a pair my bedroom has a pair the basement has a pair living room dining room they all have their own speakers they're all on their own volume control so we have i have spotify and you can ask spotify to play music and pipe it through this Google Chromecast audio. However, I don't want my kids touching my phone. So what have I taught them? I've taught them to play whatever music they want using Google. So they just ask Google to play whatever they want. And they, they, they you know, they, they're kids. They're at school and their friends listen to songs and they come home and they ask Google to play that song. And I'm like, I don't even know that song. But I'm glad they're doing it in front of me because now I can right. filter. <laughs> but anyways... The, the main point of that was, was they do not have to touch my phone <laughs> to now play music over the entire house. So we have Google Home sprinkled everywhere. So they all kind of, you know, talk together. Uh, they they kind of know each other, uh, know the presence of the other Google. So I can walk into the dining room and say, hey, play this on the house speakers. And then if the party moves to the basement, we go down to the basement. Music's still playing. Turn up the volume in the basement. And now in the basement, there's a Google Home. And if we wanted to switch music, just ask her to switch. So not everybody has 24 speakers in their home. No, but if even if you had a pair in the living room, you could just kind of shout it out. Sure. And it's very, it's much friendlier to guests instead of, instead of here, here's my phone. See, I have, I have Bluetooth speakers uh, everywhere in my house. So it's, it's, it's kind of similar, uh, except for, you know, the CIA isn't spying on me. Um, <laughs> but you know, if, if you're okay with the Canadian government, oh, on, they know about everything going on in your house, anyways. Trust me on this. People are like I will never get one of those because of this reason, and it's like, 
do you own a cell phone? You do. Well, you're pretty much screwed anyway. Unless you live in a wood hut somewhere in the middle of the forest with no electricity running to it and no other electronic devices, you're pretty much connected. I, I, there's no, there, there's no you, way around it. You give them permission to spy on you by saying, yeah, I accept your terms and conditions. Pretty much. Yeah. Anyways. But it's just, it's just the lesser of evils to me. The, the one thing that I should have asked for, you know, my permission to be made, wrinkle in time. Oh, my goodness. That looks wacky. I don't... I'm on the fence whether or not I even want to go see it. But you don't. I, I haven't... I don't, haven't... Do you? I know I haven't seen it. I don't need to see it. You know those movies where you... It's like Jupiter Ascending. When you saw that, you're like... You're like, man... That looks like it could have been awesome, but I know it's not going to be. <laughs> and did you watch that? I did watch that, and you know what? It was terrible. It was pretty bad. I, I But the thing for me is, you, you know, I don't get out too many movies. Right. So I'm usually pretty entertained by most movies I go to. Um, I have this feeling if I... I mean, it's once a year, pretty much, I go to a movie. If that one movie... It's not going to be Wrinkle in Time, but if it was... I probably be, probably would be okay with it. Do you remember the one movie you guys took me out to? My one movie a year, you guys take me out to Airbender or whatever. Come on. <laughs> it was like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no more. My one movie a year, I'm picking. Okay. All right. That's probably... Uh, uh, considering I go to a thousand movies a year... Yeah, you should have a say in what movie you're, which movie you're picking for your one movie a year, which is, which is going to be uh, Infinity War, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so, eh? Yeah, it, it probably has to be. If it's not Infinity War, I've already missed a few other things. I've missed the uh, Thor Ragnarok and oh, because I've been on the Star Wars train the last couple years, right? So. Right. You, you know what you should do because now Thor Ragnarok is out. That is one of my favorite movies of the year last year it looks pretty funny it's good man it looks pretty funny um <laughs> yeah it's pretty good i and, and you know what i liked about that movie the trailer that's why i went to go see it i just <laughs> i don't understand what's with these movie companies that they build these up like they're supposed to be these great amazing movies and you how do they not know what's gonna suck they know what's gonna suck they're just trying to get money out of you because they already spent millions of dollars on it so they're trying to hype Get the hype train. This wrinkle in time is all hype train. All of it. I, are there reviews? Is it out? I, I have. I don't know anything about it. It's definitely out. the The reviews are kind of there. They're they're <laughs> in the middle. Um, but it's it didn't make any money, so people didn't go see it. We're not the only ones who didn't see it. Not one person spent one bitcoin on that movie. I would not spend a bitcoin on that movie. Do you know how much a bitcoin's worth? No. How much is it worth? <laughs> Right now, about $8,000. <laughs> for one Bitcoin? Yeah. No. It was up to like 20000 for a while. Do you have any Bitcoin? I'm assuming you don't have any Bitcoin. No, yet. I have no Bitcoin. <laughs> Do you know anything about it? No, not right now. Tell me everything about Bitcoin. Oh, no. This podcast not long enough. And I'm not smart okay, enough. Okay, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Cole's notes. Cole's notes. I do know I was smart enough to start mining three, four years ago. And so how many Bitcoins I, did you get? I have all kinds of different coins, but total... Uh, I just sold about a Bitcoin last year. I bought this shiny new MacBook Pro and some Apple Watches and some stuff, other stuff with it. Because I was like, hey, let's cash out in case this thing, you know, crashes. But I still have some. 
and it kept climbing. So if I waited like even four months, I could have bought two of these shiny notebooks. <laughs> That's how volatile this this market is. So I don't recommend people buy Bitcoin because uh, if you think you're going to make money on it, you probably won't. <laughs> I've just been mining coins for a few years. Started right. out with like a graphics card that I had lying around and I started mining. I was like, okay, that's cool. Maybe I will invest a little bit of money in it. So I bought, I went out and bought two more of a graphics card, about 500 bucks. And I started mining. And back then I was mining Litecoin because uh, Bitcoin was already too hard to mine. You're just competing against big, huge operations. Right. Even three, four years ago. So I mined enough and I sold and I got my $500 back out. So at this point, everything is gravy. So I kept mining and got more coins and I rolled that back into more miners. And this time, hardware specific miners. I, I have two sets. I have some Bitcoin miners and also an ASICs Litecoin miner. ASICs being like custom kind of hardware specific for that purpose only. Like I can't use it for anything else. It literally sits in my garage and just mines Litecoins right now. Anyways, and that's been running for a couple of years. So I just convert Litecoins to Bitcoins and I, I have a couple of Bitcoins lying around. Wow. That's, uh, that's kind of insane. But it's it, cool. It's insane that, you know, out of nothing, I was able to buy this laptop. But the speculators out there are even crazier because these guys, you know, the Van Winkle twins or whatever their name are, Van Winkle Toss, Toss? Sure. The Facebook guys. Yeah, yeah. From the movie. Yeah. They have about a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin, apparently. No, they don't. They went big into investment. Wow. There are reports saying that Bitcoin can hit a value of a million dollars. Wow. So the rest of the coins I have, I'm holding on to. And here's just a little tip for people with Bitcoins. Please don't store it on an exchange or some kind of online wallet. You need to know how to store your Bitcoin. And it's on your computer and on a, or a hard copy, even better. So no one can get access to it. A hard copy is literally a printout of the, of the private key. And you put it in a safety deposit box. That's how you store it. Do you have that? I have it on a local machine. My friend had a, a few. He bought when I started mining. He mined a little bit, but then he bought some. And back then it was a hundred bucks, and I thought he was nuts to buy bitcoins for a hundred bucks. But he bought some, and he had a total of about eight in some exchange, and that exchange disappeared. So, so he had eight bitcoins, and a few months ago, when it's worth twenty grand, yeah, you can do the math. Math that was worth one hundred and sixty grand. Poor guy. And there's no recourse. There's no. There's nobody to complain to. You lose it. It's gone. So tip of the day, store your Bitcoin locally or on a hard copy. Even if I had eight Bitcoin and $100,000 worth of Bitcoin, there's not a chance in the world that I'm buying physical media of any kind. None. I'm not buying Blu-rays, DVDs, whatever the next thing is. I don't I don't even download anymore. What do you do? Just stream? I, I stream everything. From the Raptors game today, I streamed it. I watched it. It was great. Yeah, live sports, that's one thing. Like, we're talking about, say, Lord of the Rings. Stream it. You stream it every time? Uh, yeah. You don't get the same quality. No, but I, I with Lord of the Rings, I, I have, a, like, a box set of that from back in the day. But there's not, I'm never, I don't need to buy it now. I'll stream it, and I'll hope to get a, a you know, 1080p resolution. I'm okay with that. I'm the type that will 
rebuy it every time they re-release it at a higher res. <laughs> but only certain movies. Like they're not every movie, just those special ones, like Lord of the Rings. I used to watch it. I used to watch Lord of the Rings, the complete, you know, three movie set, like two three times a year. That's how that's how much I loved it. And now that I have kids, I don't. I don't <laughs> you don't watch it anything. <laughs> I, yeah, now I don't watch anything. But the bright side is, one day they'll be able to watch it, and I'll be back on that train. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you just gotta wait them out, buddy. You'll make it through. <laughs> How many more years do I have <laughs> before I get to watch Lord of the Rings again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'll have some time. You know, just plant the seed now. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Daniel loves listening to Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Perfect. That that, Perfect. that was our hype music on the way to hockey. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting all primed up. So uh, I, I see you have a new shiny phone there. Is that your old iPhone there? This is. Uh, I actually was cleaning around, cleaning up and uh, found this in a drawer, and it's an iPhone 5s. I love the 5s. I I missed this phone, and I, I was just talking to you before we pressed record that I might even change back and switch back to it just because it's. It's nice. It's small. It was one of the best iPhones. I might, I might go back for it. It felt so good. It felt so good. I have a slightly bigger one. You probably get that all the time, huh? The, the, the iPhone 10. <laughs> you didn't get it, did you? I missed it. Oh, you, you have a slightly bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I do get that all the time. Because they see uh, my wife it. and they, they look at me and say, it must be big. That's right. <laughs> Because I'm not a looker. You know what I'm saying? I can't, <laughs> I can't wait till she hears this like four years from now. Anyways, back to your iPhone. Or your iPhone. My iPhone. My iPhone. You, you, have you played with the iPhone 10 yet? I have. Uh, I have played with it a few times. I, uh, As you know, I've switched from my allegiance a little bit in the, in the last year to a Samsung product. So there I am. I, I can't stand Android. I've tried. You know, I've tried yep. many, many times. I always go back. I, I can't. I can't handle it. I'm not switching anymore. I, ju- I just like the flow, the smooth, silky smoothness of iOS. But back to this iPhone 10. So you, when you played with it, was that notch distracting to you? The notch was. It's it maybe not distracting is the right word. Uh, it just I just see see it as something that they don't need. How else would you have done this right now? You know how I would have done it? Have you seen the Samsung S9 or the S9 Plus? I'm okay, I'm oh, okay that, with it. That's like a chin. Yeah. Like a small chin am, and a small I am forehead. so okay with that because it doesn't look dumb. <laughs> that's uh, You know what's dumber than that then? What's that? Android phones copying the notches and then touting it as... As one of the bullet points on their feature list of 50% less notch. Why? It's so silly. Why would you put that in your marketing material? It's so silly. I don't get it. I really don't. I I think, you know what, after looking at the iPhone 10, I think that the screen looks really nice. I really like the screen. I don't... The screen is gorgeous. Right? Yeah. It's because it's Samsung. Um, but if... Um, <laughs> And I don't actually mind the notch on the iPhone because of the tech that's in 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 that notch. I just I just wish they would have made it nicer looking. It looks 
the phone itself doesn't look good. When you compare it to a Samsung S9, and you're like, man, like the S9 looks premium. Even the S8. We'll even go back to the S8. What are you talking about? Have you picked I up an iPhone? I have picked up an iPhone 10 with the uh, with the the uh, stainless steel around the edges uh, and the glass back. You know now? what? They went back to glass. I, I like that they went back to glass. The the stainless steel, the the chrome look on it. It looks like you know those, you know those guys who get like a big pickup truck. You know where I'm going with this? And they chrome out the wheels. They chrome out yeah, everything, yeah. and you're like, dude. You don't need that much chrome. I feel the yeah, yeah. No, there's I, definitely there's such a thing as too much. And chrome. if you have a little bit of chrome, that's too much chrome. No, no chrome. <laughs> Cut out the chrome. I'm gonna I, hashtag no chrome. <laughs> what do you want then? Plastic like your Samsung phones? No, they got they got uh, metal, man. It's metal around the edges. You know. They're all just going to copy the iPhone. I know, and that's what's driving me crazy. Whatever Apple does, for whatever reason, the other manufacturers will copy. Even when it's something that's arguably dumb, like the notch. And for the record, it I do not even notice it anymore. Of course you don't. Maybe maybe yeah. for the first day as I, I saw it. Yeah. But now it's just like part of it. it but there is one advantage to that notch. Just... I just want to put it out. All right. If you look at that screen, I'm, I'm showing it to you. Yeah. Because of that notch, it now has a distinctive look that differentiates it from the other phones. It's true. So it, so they have an icon, and they have the notch in the icon, and you know that's an iPhone 10. Except... Just like the old iPhones, they had the little home button, and the yeah. icon was so simple. It's just a, Absolutely. a rounded rectangle with a circle at the bottom. Everyone knew that was an iPhone. So they're creating this whole, you know, brand around this notch. All right. Well, this is the Nothing Podcast. We're signing out. See you next week. This has been a Nothing Podcast production. Download the podcast now. Find more at nothingpodcast.io.